Hey guys, thanks so much for taking time out of your schedule to listen to the Northfield podcast. Um, I am scheduling some speaking engagements and I would love to come to your city. If you're listening to this podcast and you are interested in having me come and speak to your organization, give me a holler. Go to my website, calebgordon.org. Shoot me an email and I would love to come be a part of your organization. Let's talk soon. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Northfield Podcast. I am so excited you're here with me. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program today. As always, as always, kicking off the fall advertising. Thank you so much, Outpost Coffee, for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. Check these guys out at outpostcoffeeco.com. All right, guys. What I want to talk about today, um, some of us are treating Jesus as if he's a political candidate, and I think we've forgotten the fact that he is the king. He's not a king. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords uh, of, of everything, the universe. There's no such thing as a rogue molecule that is, is roaming around the universe, and I'm telling you, what we need to be doing is we need to be shifting our our perspectives. We need to be changing our vantage point and we need to be seeing Jesus as who he truly is. He is not a political candidate. He's not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. He's not an independent. He's the king. He's here to take over. He's in charge. Um, I, I was sharing with a student group Wednesday night out of Matthew chapter 16. And this is a text that I think, this is, this is one of the things I think is dangerous in the world in which we live. We tend to look at the Bible and we read the Bible stories, and we read texts out of the Bible, and they become familiar to us. So when they become familiar to us, that's when they can tend to lose their potency. That's when they can tend to lose their just really get you by the gut and, and get you to wake up to things. This is out of Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me. This is what we're called to do. We aren't to follow Jesus the way we follow some celebrity. We're not to memorize a bunch of facts and information about who Jesus is. We are to follow him in such a way that we submit our lives to him. Like this is the hard part about biblical Christianity. I've been on this kick about cultural Christianity versus biblical Christianity. And this is what I think one of the things is that we need to do is we need to understand Jesus is not a political candidate. He's the king. And here's what you want to follow him. You want to follow him. You got to submit your life to him. I have to submit my life to him. This is what this text says. If you would come after me, he's talking to his disciples here. He says, if you'd come after me, this is what you got to do. Let him deny himself Take up his cross and follow me. For anyone who would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Here's the deal. Christ wants submission. Submission. Where you say, okay, God, not my will, but yours. What do you want me to do? I want you to to deny your rights, to deny what you want. Not just deny it. Jesus says, drag it into the street street and crucify it. Crucify what you want. You don't just deny your rights. 
You don't just deny yourself what you want. You take what you want and you drag it into the street and you kill it on the cross. And then, and only then, can you follow Jesus. You cannot follow Jesus if you've got another allegiance to something else. I can't follow Jesus the way I need to follow Jesus if I've got another allegiance to something else. And I'm telling you, what we need to be doing as human beings is we have got to submit our lives to Christ. And this looks like repenting of our sins, admitting to God what he already knows about you, that you're a wreck, you're wretched, you're depraved, you're sinful. Admit that, own that, and then forsake it and then follow him. You want to follow Jesus? You got to take that desire to have what you want. Okay, Caleb, I want this, I want that. I don't care. What do you want more than you want Jesus? Because if you want something more than you want Jesus, that's where you have idolatry in your life. That's where you're committing idolatry. And that man, that's that's dangerous ground to walk on. That's a that's a shady place to go. In fact, Jesus takes this up a notch in Luke chapter 14. This great crowd had accompanied Jesus and he turned around to them. Like, listen, Jesus is throes of his public ministry. And this is where he could have been saying anything to try to keep the crowd present. And, but this is what he says. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father, mother, wife, children, and brother and sister, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. And then he keeps going and he says this. Whoever does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Like, I know that this is a tough thing for us as human beings, especially human beings that live in the United States of America. Because, man, we got our stuff, we got our statuses, we got our bank accounts, we got our houses, we got our cars, we got our things, we got our clothes, we got, our, we got all the things we need. Like, this is the thing that's dangerous is we are pretty self-sufficient when it comes to taking care of our stuff. We work hard, grind, do all the things, which listen, I, I'm not against working hard, but I'm telling you, if you put your working hard over following Jesus, then this is, this is, this is serious stuff. You and I cannot follow the Lord Jesus Christ the way we follow a celebrity or a political figure. He owns it all. He, he, this isn't a, okay, Lord, you get 10% of my life. No, he owns it all. He owns it all. And he is sovereign and he is the king. And where he's not, Lord, that's where you need to repent, not try to make a deal. You need to repent and just say, God, I'm sorry. And man, I'm telling you, we, we are, we're in the throes of judgment from the Lord Jesus Christ in America because we have not done this. The, the church is notorious. Listen, I want you to hear me. The church is notorious for giving Jesus the scraps, giving Jesus the leftovers. And we keep the abundance for ourselves to go do what we want, when we want to do it, with whoever we want to do it with. Jesus says, if you don't, if, if your love for me doesn't make every other relationship in your life look like hatred, then you ain't doing it right. Like that means Christ is supreme. Wives, 
You should love Jesus more than you love your husbands. Husbands, you should love your, you should love Jesus. I apologize. You should love Jesus more than you love your wife. You say, well, Caleb, that'll be, that'll be a detriment to my marriage relationship. Absolutely not. If you love Jesus more than you love your wife, man, you're going to be able to love your wife better. Wives, if you love Jesus more than you love your husband, you're going to be able to love your husband better. If Christ is the preeminent, if Christ is the supreme, if Christ is number one, you're going to be able to love your kids better, your family better, your coworkers better. Why? Because that's how Christ set it up to be. Christ is to be the preeminent one who is worshiped and loved. Period. That's how it works. Christ is, well, that's, that seems really narcissistic of God. God makes the rules. God is the sovereign king. It's his chessboard. He can do whatever he wants. He can set it up any way he wants. And if you, and how dare we as human beings say, well, that's not fair. That's not right. That's not, that's not how that should go. Stop it. Like, seriously, stop it. This is what Jesus calls us to do. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father, mother, and wife, and children, and brother, and sister, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Jesus is calling us to some serious stuff here. Full-on abandonment. We are called to abandon this present world, this present life to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. We got to give it all up. Our our dependency has to be on Jesus completely. Our desire is to follow or it should be to have him and then everything else. And this is what back to what was said in Matthew. Seek first, seek first, seek number 1, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then what? Everything else will be handled. Everything else will be taken care of. So what are we doing today? Are we are we treating Jesus as if he's second, third, fourth, fifth? He's somewhere down. It's just something I do on Sunday after Sundays in the morning. Or is Christ to be preeminent? Are you opening the Word? Church families, people, Christians, brothers and sisters. I'm calling us to stop being dumb. I'm calling myself to stop being dumb, and. Change the perspective from Jesus as a political candidate that I could follow to get me where I want to go and make my life better, make my stuff bigger, better, whatever, expand my my own territory. And we need to say, okay, I want Christ's territory expanded and I want to follow him because he's worthy of being followed. How about that? What would it look like if we followed Jesus because just simply because of the fact that he is worthy to be followed? What would it look like if we loved Jesus because he is worthy to be loved? What if we denied our rights? In fact, drug our rights into the streets, drug our desires into the streets, put them on the cross, nailed them to the cross and said, okay, Jesus, what do you want? What do you want from me? If you want me to follow you, I'll do it. You want me to obey you? I'll do it. And this is tough. I know this is hard. But this is where we got to pray, Jesus, help me in my inability. Because Jesus knows you're, listen, Jesus knows everything about you. He knows where you're enable. He's know where you are, where you have inabilities. He knows where you fall short. This is where you say, Lord Jesus, help me in my unbelief. Help me in my, my inadequacies. Help me to, to do what you want me to do. Help me to be the man you want me to be. Help me to be the woman you want me to be. Now I'm telling you, 
that is going to shift your perspective and that's going to shift how you do things. I believe it's going to change the world if we do this, but this is a little bit at a time, one person at a time, one person at a time. Let's do this, guys. Let's move into this thing. It's okay, Jesus. I, I, I'm no longer going to look at you as a political candidate. I'm going to look at you as if you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And because of that, I'm redeemed. I'm set free. And I'll follow you and do whatever you want me to do. Amen? Let's do it together. Love y'all. Diversified Systems Resources is a technology company based in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, that's been in business for 39 years. Are you looking for a stable employer, clean office environment, fun teammates, and a day that is always new and exciting? Then email us your resume today at dsrjobs at dsrglobal.com. DSR, we deliver technology.